What's up, people, and welcome to the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. And we are back at it with episode 85. And today is another day where we're going to get a little bit personal. We are going to (laughs) start breaking down some of the rules or, well, just one rule out of the eight rules for the book titled Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. But before we get into that, we do want to uh, just, I guess, just freestyle for a little bit and okay. warm up before we uh, just go. And then I don't know right if we want to say, just in case people didn't listen to the last episode, like we're going to, we were recommended this book by our therapist. Correct. So we started reading it. You're more in a far along than I am. Way far. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really far. Almost done. You're almost mm-hmm. done with the book. And you almost started. <laughs> I have some things going on yeah. that stop me from reading. Yes. But yes. So we were going to do like a full book review. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of talk overview about it and then how it applies or how we're seeing that it, it's applying to us or what we're yeah. taking from it personally. Yeah. Our, our personal experiences. Because yeah. this this is a really good book. And like I mentioned in the last episode, this is a, a good read, in my opinion. And um, I don't want to take away from the book and I don't want to butcher any words or yeah, whatever his point Yeah, and I think people are going to take what they're going to take yada. out of it. They have to right. read it. Right. Yeah. But there are a couple things that um, that I thought were interesting from each rule and that I thought that it would be a good little discussion that her and I can have with you all, the audience. Yeah. Um, I guess to kind of give you all a little bit more about us and as well as just kind of getting... a. I guess a kind of decent understanding on where the book's trying to take you mm-hmm. as a reader and how it can help improve your life right. overall. Right. You know, and, and before we get into it, because I do want to address some of the monkey stuff before we, we, yeah, we get yeah, into yeah. this, but while it's fresh on my mind, you know, I, I was talking to someone about this book and one of the things that they told me immediately was, how how hard can love be? Like love should just be this simple Someone thing. Said that? And, but not not that not that they were saying like how hard can it be? Like it's this easy thing. But it was kind of along the lines of it should be easier than are they in a relationship? No. So <laughs> it should be easier than what it is, and we're overcomplicating. That's such this a thing. misconception. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. And I I really didn't get too engaged with them and because i just was like hey look you should just read the book because it's a good read and it's really going to help you not only for you but also help you for you with someone else because yes love should be this thing and when we oversimplify things we go yeah it's just easy as just being vulnerable being open and just treating someone right and and loving them and yada 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 there's a lot more to it. Well, humans are way more complicated than exactly. that. Exactly. It'll almost be it almost be looking at someone that's overweight and saying, "Just eat less." Just yeah. Duh, and you'll lose weight. Right. Okay. Yes, there is truth to that. Yes. yes. Calories in versus calories out. Right. If you do it's eat less, yeah, you will but... lose weight. However, <laughs> yeah. however, we need to figure out why are you overeating? overeating. Right. We need to address any anxiety, addiction, trauma, trauma, the fact that you have to use that for comfort, Mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. And then self-esteem and and feeling like a failure, point of no return. You know, like there's a lot that could go into it. Not saying that everyone that overeats has all those things, but there might be those elements that are involved. So it might not be as easy as saying, yeah, 
calories in calories out just eat (laughs) less well how do we get there Mm -hmm. same with love yes love should just be this thing where you open up your heart to someone and they open up their heart to you and then you all are able to have this bond together and live happily ever after and and you might face some issues but you all are able to talk and get through it and Mm -hmm. yada 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 if you just listen just listen 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 but there are, are a lot of things that need to take place first before you can get to that stage because it is not this easy thing right and if it was easy if things wouldn't look the right. way that they look today this is the first book that's talking about no. this kind of stuff it, no. yes it might be the first book that has broken it down into eight rules and the has, way that he know, does exactly yeah. but but th- th- this is not the first person that's wrote books on love i mean we had a little book review all about love with, yeah. by bill hooks mm-hmm. which is not close to this but she did a really good job at breaking down traumas and past life experiences and Mm -hmm. how that affects you today and how that affects your relationships tomorrow and yada 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 but um this book is a good guide and and not the the only way possible to get through things but it is a a good guide to help you and or let let you go for it no i was gonna say that the what that person said is Mm -hmm a big reason why love doesn't work out for people because when you're faced with obstacles and you're like, wait a minute, love shouldn't be this hard. This isn't the right person for me next. And that's one of the main issues Mm -hmm. with that mindset. Right. Because it's supposed to be easy. So clearly I don't have chemistry with this person because I'm (laughs) right now, obviously we'll we'll talk about it later. We'll get into it. Right. And that this is not our way of saying that you should tolerate the bullshit Correct. and you That's should what be I was gonna abused. Say, yeah. <laughs> which he did mention that a lot in there in this in this book. Um, any time he went into topics that talked about uh, being in, in troubled waters with your uh-huh. partner, how he's he not always, talking he always, about always, yeah. always mm-hmm. said not talking about abuse. If you're involved in abuse <laughs> yeah. and there's this hotline, yada yada yada, you could call. Right. You know, and and this is what. This looks like when it's in a healthy relationship versus this mm-hmm. is what this looks like was when it's in an abusive relationship, like right. what conflicts look like, um, one versus the other. So yes, this is not our way of saying, yes, you should just take the punches and roll with it. No, not the literal punches, but but it's not as easy. And, and I'd argue that nowadays it is even harder to, I guess, uh, find that space to be in love. But even though it is harder to find that space to be in love and stay committed, which is where I was kind of going with it. And I just, I just, my mind's going a million miles per hour. Even though it is harder, I do think that it is more valuable and it carries more weight than it ever did before. Yeah, because we're getting deeper now. That and and I think that and we mentioned this in a, in a previous episode way, 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 way back. I, I don't, it might not have been. I'm sure it was with you, but it was just a, a long time ago. Can't remember when. But I was saying that I'd argue that today being in a loving relationship and in a committed relationship actually means more than it ever did before, because pretty much no one here in the United States in, as an adult, not no one, but. The majority of people are not operating in a space of necessity. They're operating in a space yeah, of, about that. I want you mm-hmm. versus I need you. 
right? So even when I'm in a room with people that are older, you know, they're in their 70s, 80s, 90s, and they've been married for 50, 60 years, which is something that we're probably not going to see a whole lot of coming from our generation yeah. or the next generations moving forward, right? Because it seems like the, the numbers are, are dwindling. Um, you know, those people were operating out of necessity. There weren't options like they are, like, like there are today, right? And then getting in a committed relationship was something as easy as, or more commonly uh, seen as, hey, how well do I get along with this person? Mm -hmm. And can I at least see myself tolerating this person? Because I, woman saying that I need this because I need the man to take care of X, Y, Z, Man saying, I need woman because I need the woman to take care of X, Y, Z. And then now they stick together and they, they maintain a relationship for decades. And even if that meant not speaking to each other, right. sleeping in separate rooms, right. just you just putting up with. Yeah, you just it was put a up putting with up with. <laughs> because, yeah. because there was always that necessity because there <laughs> right. weren't options. And, yes. and by options, I'm not necessarily talking about the availability of people that are single out there that they could go and, you know, oh, your spend needs time as a with. human. But I'm talking about options as far as you can't just leave up yeah. and leave someone as a woman when you just can't do it. Right. right? Because you can't support yourself. Right. Now or, you have these children. Right. Or, and what does yeah. that look like? Right. And and then as a man, a man needed a, a man needed a woman. Like even my you see my parents, <laughs> <laughs> like my father needs my mother. There's, he would not survive it like, without her. Yeah, it's, but, that's but not that an was a common man thing. Like yeah. men didn't, they didn't do certain things. Right, women didn't do certain things. So there was this yin and this yang, and it came together, and they needed each other, even if they were oil and water. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So where I was getting at was now today, because there isn't that need there, because everyone has their own right. If you're in a committed relationship, I would imagine today it's. It, the the bonds are so much deeper than there ever were before. And with that, I do believe that we are now operating in a space where if there are relationships, then they are solely built on love or not all of them. I know, I know there's some of them out there that are toxic and are, and are not that, but those, the ones that like actually work are built from a place of love here in the United States. Yeah. Obviously, this is not a worldwide thing mm-hmm. because we know other countries yeah. look like we did back in the 50s, 40s, 30s, mm-hmm. right? Versus before. I agree. Right? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to table that for a second. I know. And, and this would have been a perfect way to go right into it. But I want to talk about this disrespectful dude in the gym. Oh. Now, you get at me for wearing gray sweatpants. I People... I am not allowed to wear no, gray. As if you listen or care about what I have to say. When have it. when was the last time I wore gray to the gym? This is I was sitting down yesterday. You walked out of the house. I I I may or may not have wore them into the gym. And besides, those were pajamas. <laughs> okay. Those were pajama sweats. Those are different. You love showing people your dick. The first of all, first of all, I don't have anything to show. Okay. Second of all, <laughs> <laughs> second of all. If you would have seen this dude, so this dude comes into the gym. He's this black dude. He's probably like five seven. He's built like a chimp, like just solid, solid muscles on top of muscles, muscles for days, right? And he has the biggest hog I've ever seen on any person live, right? Now, now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He takes it a whole nother step further. So he walks in the gym with gray sweats on. This dude's meat is so big, you see it like it 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 
No, it, it legit. It looks like it looks like he has a, a, a like a frozen two liter. I'm, I'm telling you right now. No. In his pants. I'm telling you right now. It's monstrous. It's crazy. It's crazy. What? It's crazy. It's crazy. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows what's happening. It's enormous. All right. It's. It's it's insane. Now, here's here's what makes it even more disrespectful is that and I know if the, if this is this guy's actual dick and he's not just putting something in his pants and walking around. Yeah. But it's consistent. Every time he's in a gym, it's it's the same thing over and over again. So if he is making it up, it's believable because it's just him and there's a head on it. Huge head. Right. <laughs> oh I'm God. telling you right now. Hang on. <laughs> But the reason why this is extra disrespectful that he's doing this and not just the gray sweatpants part. I'm not mad at that, because if, if you're if you're just hung like that and you're built like that and it just pops yeah. out like that, there's nothing you could do about it. It is what <laughs> right, it is. You just you just keep it moving and you mind your own business. Right. But I'm, I'm going to get to and you're welcome. I'm going to get to where he gets really disrespectful. But before I get there, the reason why this is extra disrespectful in this particular gym is if this particular gym isn't like your normal gym where it's just a bunch of dudes and then a sprinkle of, of women. This gym is easily 50-50 split, sometimes more women than men in the gym at, at any given time. And it's a huge gym. And it's a huge gym. Yeah. But there are a lot of couples, a lot of couples. Okay. So even though it's like this 50-50 or sometimes 60-40 split with women being, you know, the majority. The, the majority, there's still a good amount of women out of there that are that are coupled with up man. with yeah. their men, right? And they're trying to work out with them and yada 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 and you can see these ladies like well i'm sure if you notice it oh and yeah. you're seeing it I, I'm and not even lie. just not even not even like gawking, like oh my god no, that's, no. that's amazing I, but just like god damn what the fuck is that it's even? impressive it's impressive it's impressive <laughs> to look at only because it's like wow like really bro oh now this is what he does where he gets real disrespectful in on the gym floor he carries around like a little bag with him. So he knows what he's doing. He takes his gray sweatpants off. He'll pull them down. And it's just like one notch above a Speedo. So not boy shorts, not boxers. It's like it, it should be a Speedo, but it, it, it just has like a little extra strip of fabric. And he takes his shit off, and now he's walking around the gym no. with his big ass dick and <laughs> no. these little—I'm telling you—these little <laughs> tight speedo-like shorts, and he's working out. Wow! And it, it's to the point where now you kind of want to look to see if if it's going to stay in there happen. when he yeah. does a squat, because yeah. it's like, how is this even happening? And then, and then he'll he'll flex in the mirror, and he'll Good you know he'll him. do his little poses and yada yada yada. <laughs> Sometimes he'll take his shirt off, but sometimes he doesn't. Is he always by himself? Always by himself. Okay. He's, he's never, he's, at least I've never seen okay. him with a woman. He's always by himself until this happens. And this, will, this is what kind of makes me feel a little bit better about me, is that when he does get attention from women, it's always big bitches. Yeah, because they probably have the most confidence. Always big bitches. Yeah. I've never, I have never seen- And they could seen, take that shit down. I have never seen- <laughs> a good looking, you know, fit It'll never happen. woman yeah. stop and sit no. there and have a conversation with him. It's always and it's usually in pairs because the the, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. larger women are there, they're usually with, like, their with each other. Uh -huh. yeah. And then they're all, you know, gathering around, you know, talking to him and yada yada yeah. yada. And he But that you know, but that's 
big women do that with anybody oh, though that's the only thing that makes me feel better about me it's like you got that but <laughs> that's but it is super disrespectful but good for him good for him it, but it's you gotta go one day just to see this it's a spectacle <laughs> just so you know i'm not making this up it's crazy it's crazy it's a hog i want to see it now it's a hog it's a it, i'm telling you right now it's larger than a water bottle it looks like larger than a water bottle in his drawers. and that, that girth girth <laughs> oh my god girth it's insane it it looks like one of those things where i I'm well, and maybe I'm just saying this to make me feel better about me, but I feel like most women would be like, nah, fuck yeah. that. Right. <laughs> I want no parts in that. <laughs> it's, it'll split you, it'll cut you right in half. I swear. Wow. I swear. Well, but yeah. Well, <laughs> shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. That's a way to get me in the gym now. I don't see that. Yeah. It, I'm telling you, it's. <laughs> It's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. If he if he's not in film, he's wasting his time. He's wasting his time. Yeah. You can't be an accountant or some sort of like <laughs> yeah. you got to be doing doing what you need to do. That is a yeah. Hmm. Well, well. There it is. That reminds me of when people say, well, I don't know cuz I've never been with a short man. That short dudes have giant dicks. Because you said he's 5'7", which is not short, but uh -huh. it's on the shorter oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, spectrum. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I wonder if that's true. Yeah. Well, I wonder if short guys actually have big dicks or if short guys' dicks just look larger that's what on I've, them. Yeah. Right? Because it's like if, if you put an 8-inch penis on Shaq, it's going to look small. Right. But it's that's it. But I think that's solid. Well, but I think you know size is size. It's like if it's if it's that big on a little person or a big. I mean, wait, say that again. Like, what do you mean? It's a, if it looks bigger, it's still if it's big, it's big. No, no, no. But sometimes it's about perception. I don't again, know. again, if you took if you took an eight incher, right? An eight a nice girthy <laughs> eight incher. And you put it on a dude that's five six five seven. It's yeah. gonna look massive. No, I get that, but it's if still it's still. A, I mean, there's nothing wrong with an eight inch dick. Are well, we no, no, it's no, not no, big? no. I'm saying no. I'm saying an eight inch dick is big. Okay, okay. But if you took the same eight inch dick and you put it on Shaq, it's no, gonna look crazy. I get that. It's right. gonna look small. Now watch this. Watch this. If you took a six inch dick and you put it on and you put it on a five six guy. It's gonna look. It's gonna seem bigger than a six-inch dick. Yes, but if it's six inches, it's six inches. Well, I know that. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, is that when he's naked, standing in front of you, it's gonna look different. Versus if you put that on a six-two guy, you might be yeah, like, yeah. But I think when women are handling dicks, like we know, okay, it doesn't just look big. It actually is big or it isn't. That's my point. Well, my argument. No, no, no. My argument is, is that if you're looking at the, yes. the shorter guy, it might appear. Right. Well, I'm just saying it would, in actuality meteor. what it is versus how it appears. That's what I'm saying. That supposedly shorter men have bigger dicks, period. Not just seemingly bigger dicks. This reminds me of uh, there's there's a picture of Andre the Giant holding a, a can of Coke. and <laughs> It looks crazy. It looks it looks like, like a tiny, prop. Yeah. But then. But then, like in the um, in the video, <laughs> you see him pass it to someone else, and, and it looks it looks like so a magic freaking... trick, just because perception wise, yeah. like his hands are so massive. Yeah, well, well, why, we why, need to take a poll. What? Asking short guys, how big their dicks are. 
it, see, you can't ask the guy. <laughs> Guys will lie. <laughs> right, right, Every, and all that. You, that. That's that's what the poll should be. The, the poll should dudes. be, for, first of all, first of all, ladies should just report their findings. Right. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. Do shorter men do, or do they have bigger dicks? Or and, big dicks? But I'd argue women also don't know measurements. We know what big is. Uh, okay, okay. You know what big is, but you're not going to be like, I, I wouldn't trust this. You're like, yeah, he has, unless if he's you've seen out dicks, you know, well, you know what sizes are. So what's my size? <laughs> if you've seen enough dicks, what's my size? We're not talking about me. Oh, oh no, it's <laughs> not about saying, you. Just when you've seen dicks. <laughs> yeah, you see. <laughs> Now, see, I'm saying women. It was all was words. Gonna, it was all just was sounds. It was all sounds that you make with your mouth until this shit gets serious. Until it gets you have pointed. Perfect right. dick, babe. Oh no, nah, no, nah, nah, <laughs> perfect. That's my size. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you get nervous. No. Okay. <laughs> While we're talking about that, so I try to play a little April Fools' joke on you, right, 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 M Mr. Perfect Dick over here. Yeah. And and you immediately knew that yeah. I was bullshit. I looked at it not even for a split second did I even question. I was like, really? you know why? You know why? Because why? you don't think that I have enough. You know, that's not true. You know, say what you did. What? Tell okay. The, tell the people. I, I sent out a text message pretending that I was supposedly sending it to another, another woman, woman. Yeah. Right. But I accidentally sent it to her. And then she immediately goes, this is April Fool's, Fool's joke. <laughs> Why do I want to say Fools? I, I did that twice. April Fool's. That's hard. That's a hard, hard? one. April Fool's. Okay. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> See, you got you to gotta put that split in it. If not, if, if I just try to go fast, like Fools. Vermont, like you can't, I can't do Vermont. it. Anyway, you were basically telling me that no. you know, it's like this nigga ain't cheating. He, can't, he ain't even got it like that. He that's not like what that. it is. It's a compliment, you know, babe. You know, no, the compliment, it, no, the biggest compliment ever is when you're always thinking I'm cheating. Because it's really? like, yo, she you think I'm cheating. You want an insecure bitch? Like, not, not really insecure. Not insecure to the point where, like, you know, you uh, uh, you cause problems in a relationship. But at least enough to where it's You it's keep possible. me on my toes? Yeah, like, it's pot. Like, oh, yeah, this nigga got it. Like, he, he could. I know that you could cheat on <laughs> me. I just know you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you it is a compliment. You came back real quick, like, nah, this nigga can't do it. Because you would never, and I know you wouldn't. Right. Not that you couldn't. Obviously, I know you could. And I said that. Yeah. Well, laziness is on my side. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not faithful to you because I love you and I respect you. Right. Both things can be true. Both okay. things can be true. But laziness really helps out. You know what I'm saying? I guess. Like m my laziness stopping me from cheating doesn't take away the fact that I wouldn't do it because I love you and I respect you. It's just there. It's 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 a <laughs> package. That doesn't help. It. You know, it, you don't think that both things can exist? <laughs> no, that didn't help at all. Why why does one have to take away from the other? Because and it doesn't mean that it's me. It just means that you're no, lazy. No, it's you. It's okay. you, but I'm also lazy. No. And what I mean by that people is is uh, my laziness would make it even harder for me to cheat because I that's it's just too much work having to talk to somebody and you know 
I'm trying to. I just know that you're not impressed by pussy, and that to include my own. So that all that gives me, I take comfort in that. Not offense. This is true. You know what I'm saying? So there's actually like, I I do. I take comfort in that. Right. That nobody could throw pussy at you, and you'd be like, meh. And you you genuinely would probably do that. Yeah, probably. Like I hear bullshit. Or or watch this. Watch this. I'm also <laughs> I'm also paranoid as fuck. So let's say let's say in this crazy hypothetical situation, a bad bitch came up and she was like, "Hey, look, you ain't gotta do nothing. Just come over and just split me wide open." You know what I'm saying? I first tell her I ain't splitting shit, and it happened. It ain't that kind of party. But but in my brain, it would be a setup. Like if someone DM'd me, I'd be like, "Man, this is a fucking yeah." I you, mean, and like it probably you, is. Like you created an account, yeah, and it probably you, is. You, yeah, you did something or something. And you also uh, say all pussies the same, so then there's that too. It, 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 well, there's there's context to that. There's more context to that. Not not much. Well, we don't we don't we don't have to go there. <laughs> but there there's there's more there's more to just that than just that. Barely. What do you mean? There's not a whole lot more to that. What I was saying was, is that, first of all, th- this conversation started with people saying, I got good pussy and da 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 You see what I'm saying? Right. Like that talk. Then I go, like, what is it? What the fuck does that even mean? You see what I'm saying? Like, yes, okay, there's the princess pillows and there's women that like to ride dick. There's women that just suck dick horribly. There's women that, you know that can do a damn good job, right? Yeah. Let you know that she hates her father, all that good stuff. But <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> she is so cool. <laughs> Can we be serious? Can we be serious? What were you saying? What I was saying was, is that all pussy is the same after it's all said and done. Right. No, I get it. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, in in the act, it might be a good time, but after you after you nut and you get that post nut clarity, it's it's all like yeah. it's all the same. So no, I know. You know, I get it. Unless unless you're chasing the thrill of someone new always over right. and over and I think and over that's probably more what it is than, than anything else. Than the conquest. A, then that's a complete different thing yeah. than actual. I would think right. that's more what because it is. Because anyone with good numbers would tell you, nah, yeah, it, it's. Right. No, I get it. Once you get past this, then it's. And I would hope that the difference between us I'm not trying to say, oh, like, I want this to be the best pussy you've ever had. It's just like that our sex is different because our relationship is different. Our connection is different. Our bond is different. Mm-hmm. So it's different things. Mm-hmm. It's not so much me being like that I have to have the best pussy. It's just it's a different thing. I was talking to someone in true story. I was talking to someone not too long ago and uh, she she's younger. She's in her early 20s and she's talking about basically how she's having a good time. And, you know, she doesn't want to settle down because, you know, she's. Live, well, she live, should. Live her at best her age, yeah. Perfect. And I told her that's great. And I said, and and I basically broke it down to her the difference between being with someone consistently, 
versus being with a one night stand or, you know, just here today, going tomorrow, you know, might might fuck around with you for a couple of yeah. weeks, a couple of months and then move on to someone else is you cannot replace. And this is what you and I talked about in one of our earlier, like first episodes. You cannot replace the thrill and the excitement that you get from having sex with someone for the first time, at least as a male having sex with, you know, like the, the conquering aspect. Behind okay. it, right. I, I'm not sure if women get the same thing, but getting getting new pussy or, or, or getting someone to, to sleep with you feels like a win. You conquered yeah, I can it. See that. You you plant your flag like this is mine. I'm, this is my tree. I just peed on, you know, metaphorically speaking, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> or not. But I'm sure women like this young lady that I'm speaking to, she feels the same way because she's getting enjoyment out of being with different men, mm -hmm. right? And getting that attention, being with someone new, yada, yada, yada. I know people would say, oh, that's being a hoe. Fuck all that. We're, we're, yeah. we're mature adults yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, boo. Right. I, 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 don't, I don't shame women yeah, at same. all because it, that, that'd be crazy. Right. So I would have to say that damn near every woman that ever slept with me was a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't commit to all. You get, you get right. It? Like no, that's, I understand. That's bonkers. Anyway, that'd be a good conversation for another day if we haven't had it yet. Like the different, like where that comes from. Calling I think someone. we may have touched upon that, but I don't think it was like a whole dedicated conversation. Okay. Well, spoiler alert. My brain says that comes from an insecure man. Yeah. Male. Insecure male. Right. Anyway, I was telling her that, yes, there's nothing to replace that. E even if you're with your partner and yada, 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 and everything's great. You cannot replace that thrill if that's what you're seeking mm -hmm. for something new, someone new. Right. Right. But the benefit of being with someone long term is that usually sex gets better over time with that person, right? Especially you think if, that's true for everybody that you're I say, in, I say usually, with, I say okay. usually, I say usually, right? So, so in a perfect world, the best sex that you would have would be with someone that you are with and they understand you and you understand them and, and you have had experiences with one another, right? Okay. Because now you all are on this journey of keeping things better and yada, yada, yada. But I yada, think that and, that's, and that's even separate than the sex, though. Okay. Yeah. But, but, to but, me, uh, I think that what you're saying would be true to your life's journey and then the sex ties into that. I don't think it's just with the sex. So if you don't have this. I don't know. So, so the reason why I'm splitting those two is because you typically wouldn't have that type of connection with someone unless you were with them long term. Like, yes, it's quite possible that one of your one night stands might be one of the most mind blowing things that you ever had, yada, yada, yada. Right. Uh -huh. But but I do think that if you're with someone long term, your chances of having someone that actually gets to know your body and pays attention to it and can unlock things about you that you may not have ever known. You're more than likely not going to get all that with someone that you're just having. a one No, night yeah, stand I understand with. what you're saying. I was going so, somewhere else. So that's 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 where I'm, I'm separating okay. that. So. Being in a relationship with someone long term can lead to some of the best sex that you ever have with that person or just in general, because in a perfect world and you're with someone that you're 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 with. Right. You're going to have conversations. You're going to unlock things, of, you know, about yourself and they're mm -hmm. going to find out things about you and, and they're going to listen to you and sex is just going to get better. And then you could get to a point where you have this deeper connection with the human being, right? Where 
one of you know I, I, some of our sexual experiences have been where it's almost it's something out of this world right but with, i but i'm saying that i think that that doesn't have to do so much with the actual sex as it does have to do more with our relationship i see i see what you're saying yes i see because i saying. don't think that just because you're with because We've all, well, all I'm talking about you and I, we've both been with other people mm -hmm. long term. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've had that same type of sex with people that I've been with long term. But it's also because my relationship looked different. I don't know if that was the case for you, whatever. But I'm saying like for me, I feel like it has more to do with our relationship than the actual sex. Right. The mechanics of it you know in my body more. To me, that comes from our relationship before it comes from just the sex, is what I was saying. I get it. I think we're saying the same thing. I think you just added a whole different layer to it. Right. Because what I'm saying is, is that you're not gonna get that from a one night yes. stand. You're not gonna get right. that from multiple hookups. You're gonna get that from someone that you decide to spend right. time with and, and you build a connection with. Yes. But yeah. just because you build a connection, well, what you're saying is just because you build a connection with that person, or you're with someone with long person, term, is or you're what with I'm someone saying. long term, that <laughs> yes. doesn't necessarily mean that you're always going to get those so. outcomes. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. But what I'm saying is, and, and what I was telling to this young lady is that um, there there is a different level of sex that can unlock when you're in a committed relationship. Right. But enjoy this while you can. Correct. Not to say that I'm sure this isn't great and she's having a great time, but it could be great in, in ways that you couldn't imagine because mm -hmm. it wouldn't exist without that connection. Right. I get it. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're on the same yeah. page. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, April Fools, I found out about <laughs> myself that my woman uh, doesn't think... Um, that's not true. It's even uh, an option for me. So shout out to all the guys out there that just you just, you, you got to stay committed, and your and your woman knows that you will because you have no choice. So <laughs> you have no choice. Okay. <laughs> There's that. There's that. Um, one thing that I do want to talk about before we get a, a little bit more serious, and this is just going to be a quick thing, but the um, the last episode we were talking about people that monetize off of gifts and things like that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or memes, and yeah. how does all that work? So when I when I looked it up, supposedly now it's not an easy thing to do anymore to make money just purely off the gift for the meme because of how the Internet works. And it was at some point as at, at some point early on. Yes, people were able to monetize easier off of just that particular product. OK, right? the meme of the gift. And, and usually it was the person that made it. Okay. Now, I'm sure, let's say someone made a meme about you. Let's say they clipped something about you and they made a meme about you and they made money off of it. Then it will be then up to you to then possibly sue them for using okay. your likeness and Got yada, it. yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just what all that looks like. But now that they've become such a, a culture staple, uh, things like uh, anything, any platform that uses a meme or a GIF basically has you surrender your your rights to uh monetize off of it because you're using our platform in order to you know um big yourself up you see what i'm saying it's mm -hmm. almost like uh re remember remember it was a couple years ago when uh kim kardashian had to buy or she signed a deal with instagram that her pictures are her uh, 
intellectual property. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. So for the majority of people out there, you put something out on Instagram, you, you put your photos out there. It's that's no the longer world. your yeah. IP. Mm -hmm. That's for the world. Yeah. So basically they treated the memes and the gifts like that. So basically if you put it on their platform to be used by other people, it now becomes their IP. Got it. Okay. Pretty much. I see. Now, because I didn't get the, the answer that I wanted, which was also how is the woman, uh, uh, was it Sweet Brown, Sugar Brown was her name? I don't know her name. Damn it. The, 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 woman, the, woman, the woman that said, uh, um, ain't nobody got time for that. Mm -hmm. Her. <laughs> so I looked her up and she looked like she was living her best life. I couldn't find out her net worth okay. because it, it wasn't posted from the internet search that I did, but I, I really didn't look too long. So there's that. But I did see that she immediately had management knocking on her door as they yeah. should have and they had her doing commercials they had yeah, her doing tv mm -hmm. spots funny. i forgot that she was on tosh.0 so she was making money off of that Good for her and off of her thing she uh, broke her addiction so now she's living a clean life at least she was as as mm -hmm. of when that news article was posted but um yeah she she's making money off of that so i'm not sure how much she money she made have. off the yeah. gift and the meme but yeah she was able to make money for herself because of her going viral because of the news article that was put out and had millions and millions of views and then the songs they were remixed and yada 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 she was a, a hot thing at the time i don't yeah. I, I i don't think now so I much think now, that yeah. yeah her little 15 minutes of fame is up but there's that so that was me following up with the facts on the feelings <laughs> that we had on the previous <laughs> episode. So let's get into it. Wow. We burned up a good amount of time just bullshitting <laughs> talking about nothing. How much time was that? Uh, 40 minutes, about oh, 40 minutes. It's a long time. If I don't, you know, depending on what it gets clipped out. You know what I'm saying? I think I don't, you know what I'm saying? I think that is, <laughs> uh, no, okay, all right. So we are going to talk about the eight rules of love by Jay Shetty. Again, this is not going to be a full long book review. This is just going to be us sharing what we thought was kind of important from yeah. the yeah. chapters that we read. Not to say that there aren't more important things, just kind of things that stuck out to us. And we are going to uh, briefly touch on how it uh, uh, affects us personally. Right. Or has affected us. Has affected yeah. us personally. Right. So rule number one out of the eight rules is let yourself be alone. Now, I know that that might seem a bit counterintuitive to some people when you're talking <laughs> yeah. about love, because typically love is at least with two people <laughs> at least. coming together, forming a bond, yada, 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 building trust, all that good stuff with one another. However, it is very important that before, 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 before you decide to go on a journey of loving someone else, you should take the time to love yourself first. Right. Right. And go on a journey of self. Right. Go yeah. on a journey of self, which mm -hmm. is what this rule is talking about is let yourself be alone. Get comfortable with being by yourself. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable with who you are. Love yourself. Respect yourself. Understand what your values are. Understand what your purposes which right. is a really big one and this is actually uh something that i would hear a lot from like dating coaches and those yeah. red pill kind of guys out there one of the things that they really preached about but they 
as far as from what I've seen, and I, I really didn't spend too much time actually listening to these guys. I just kind of just saw like the clickbaity, mm-hmm. you know, quick little five minute snippets here, or five, you know, whatever there. But one of the things that I did hear quite often when those gentlemen were speaking was your purpose, your purpose, your purpose for the guys out there, especially to find your purpose. If you find your purpose and you focus on your purpose and uh, you get your money and, 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 you're fulfilling everything about yourself, all that is going to be let out to the world. Like that's going to resonate to the people around you and they're going to feel that and they're going to understand. Right. And that's going to boost up your level of attractiveness. Plus if you have money because you're involved in your purpose, whatever your purpose may be, then now there's also going to open up a whole new door, a whole new window of opportunity of women that might end up coming your way. But they were doing it from the angle of find your purpose in order to find women, as opposed to find your purpose in order to love yourself, in order to be able to then allow yourself to love another individual. Right. And find the right partner. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Not just people to fuck. Exactly. So that was one of the big points that, that uh, the biggest point that I got from this was finding your purpose and, and being actively involved in it. Now, this chapter actually did a really good job at not only hitting on how you can better yourself just for you, but also how to better yourself and better express and communicate yourself to your partner if, in fact, you are in a relationship while reading this book. Right. So to do that step, even when you're partnered already? Correct. Okay. Correct. So this book actually does a good job at speaking to people that are single, right? looking to possibly get into a relationship right. in, the f- in the near future or in the distant future of, or, or, or whatever getting it may be. Out of our relationship. getting out of a relationship. Yeah. And it, it also does a good job at helping people that are currently in a relationship mm-hmm. and want to build on their relationship and, and improve some of the things that need improvement in the relationship because i took the first rule more like he was speaking to single people okay it, w- it wasn't just for single people okay. so so right, right, right. i know it wasn't i guess but i took it more like it was it could apply more obviously well and i think you yeah. and I, I don't know if we talked about it on air but we also talked about it off our but we certainly talked about it off air is that some of these rules felt like it didn't apply to us because of where we were in our relationship yeah. But but then like later on, like the, the latter rules felt like that they were really speaking to us. I feel like now us. I'm getting into things that are speaking to me mm-hmm. and then I think we'll tie into us. Mm-hmm. Like now, I think I'm on like rule four. So before I get any further about um, hitting some of the other bullet points that I have here, when it comes to the purpose, I, do, do you feel like you found your purpose I feel like I have before, uh-huh. and then in moments in time, I feel like I'm living my purpose, and then that's evolved. Okay. And to be honest with you, like today, uh-huh. I was uh, not the actual day today, but like in these times where it's like I'm about to be 40, uh-huh. that's a thought that's been crossing my mind where I feel like I don't I don't know anymore. Like I feel like I need to re-find my purpose or mm-hmm. find a new purpose, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Like I have felt like I have had my purpose figured out in the past, but I feel like I've, I'm I'm different. Yeah. These past few years, especially. Yeah. I'm 
I'm in the same boat where I felt like that I found my purpose as far as yeah. my job and right. just where my position is in, in my personal life and, and right. the people that are around me. Um, but more recently, I'm feeling like I'm just a hamster in the wheel. Right. And I feel like I'm just not not that I feel like I'm not doing my purpose, but I feel like I'm doing something that is keeping me in place and there's something else for me out there right. that right. I I can't really put my finger on it yet. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I'm not lost. Like right. I'm fine. No, I agree. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I'm not miserable. Yeah. I'm okay. I I make, you know, good enough money. Right. You know, I I want to make more, but that's only because I always want more. Right. I, I'm I'm not the type of person to settle, which I think also plays a, a role in why I feel like that I haven't found not that I haven't found my purpose, but I feel like that there might be another one out there that's that, mm-hmm. that better suits me. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just because of I feel like my journey itself is is this I, I don't feel like I would ever be the type of person to to sit down and be like, this is it and this is what I'm gonna be and this mm-hmm. is what I'm gonna do until till the, the the days are done. Right. So um yes. I do not feel misguided. I do not feel lost in the world. Right. I but I certainly do feel like that there is something else mm-hmm. out there for me and it's close. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting there. Right. I just I just need to spend a little bit more time mm-hmm. on figuring out what that is. But with me, I guess you could say being quasi lost or whatever you want to call it, um I do not feel like that it has a negative impact on my life and how I view myself. And it doesn't affect the relationship. Right. I would be lying to you if I said that I, I don't have my down days. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are some days where I feel, I guess you could say depressed, only because I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something more. Right. Like I'm like I'm meant to be doing something more, something different. And it upsets me sometimes that I, I don't know exactly what that is. I get because it. if I knew what it was, I swear to you, I would be, I would, you know me, I would yeah. be on it 100%. Every, everything else right. would stop and I would do it and, you know, that. But, but again, that, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that I feel like I need to be making more money with what I'm doing. So it's not attached to no, I get it. any monetary. Yeah, but know, there's like some like sort that. of fulfillment. Yeah, there's there's something that's missing. Yeah. Even though I enjoy what I do. Yeah. Like I enjoy I being around the people every day and I enjoy working and I, you know. Well, I think because whatever it is for you or whatever it's going to look like for you is going to involve people. I know. 100%, you know what I mean? 100%. That's going to be it for you regardless. Right. <laughs> so. if, I, if I had to spitball things, it would be, you know, sitting down with people mm-hmm. and, and doing some sort of therapy and right. you know, not physical therapy, but like mental Actual, health yeah. or, you know, couples therapy or, yeah, I, I guess something along the lines of like what we're trying to do within mm-hmm. this hobby of mm-hmm. having this podcast and sitting right. down and having conversations or even like and coaching people, coaching, yeah. something like mm-hmm. something like that. But I, I don't know exactly what it is. Right. right? I so I do find myself getting frustrated from time to time because I feel like that I'm, I'm spending too much time doing the wrong things. But not bad. I know. It's complicated. Yeah, I know. But that's life. Right. And then I also feel like if you look at, I'm speaking about myself, if I look at my life from a bird's eye view right now, like Mm -hmm. my life looks crazy. 
so many different things are happening in so many different areas of my life that are just wild. But mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's things being removed, people being removed, mm -hmm. things being revealed to me. That's mm -hmm. going to in turn help me figure out like what's next for me. Like that's genuinely how I feel. Yeah. It's like so much chaos, but it feels almost like a forest fire has to like burn everything and get rid of everything for like something new to grow. Mm -hmm. Like that's how my life is feeling currently. Yeah. Yeah. All, from me. Actually being on the outside looking in and I'm not really the outside because I'm I'm in the trenches <laughs> with you. But on the yeah. outside looking in, it does appear that yes, things are uh, the the things that might have been holding you back or holding you down things are getting really real for you right yeah. now because I, I don't want to mm -hmm. say the wrong thing but no i know but things are just getting really really real for yeah. you right now mm -hmm. and um but 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 it might be for the better in the long run well i feel like it it is the for the better in the long run i don't feel like even like a might be i feel like it is right but in the meantime it's it's a tough pill yeah, to swallow it's, shitty. it's a real <laughs> tough really pill to hard. swallow but it's medicine, so it's it's gonna right. make you feel better. But right. it, it sucks going down. Right. But to answer your question. Because it's not sugar coated. Question. No, we're not <laughs> even in the, This is a big ass potassium right in pill. The fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no water. Take this shit down <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> no lube. That's yeah. what it feels like. Just, but um Yeah, I get it. And and I, I wonder how many people honestly feel that way too. And then I ought to add, like, I feel like if I look at my life, my life has felt like different lifetimes within my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Like my life has looked so different in the past 20 years. Like that could literally have been another lifetime. And like I've said, there oh, yeah. have been moments in my life where I'm like, I knew my purpose and it was so solid and so real and I was living it. And it was, mm -hmm. that's what it was in the moment. Not to say that it was fake. That's who a huge part of me at that time, but my life looks different now. Like, so it, that's not the same anymore. It doesn't apply. It doesn't feel the same anymore. Yeah. So. I get that. I get that. Ugh. And and then there's this feeling of, at least for me, like sometimes I feel like I'm just spread too thin. That part. You know? <laughs> yeah. And so with being spread so yeah. thin, it's like, okay, well, uh, like where. Yeah. If there was something else out there for me to grasp, like how do I how do I segue into even, that yeah. without without just completely you know cutting things off, yeah, and 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 focusing on that and waiting to see what happens with that, right? You see what I'm saying? No, I get it. I understand. Yeah. Well, that's the warrior's journey, right? Yeah. You gotta sometimes you gotta get through some bullshit and. Right. Some not bullshit like in a bad way, but like just bullshit and like just a hard time. Right. Yeah. And you gotta you gotta get through that struggle and you gotta metaphorically have that force burned down in order to allow it to flourish and rebuild in, into something new. And right. and then with that, then now you've you found that version of you that you're completely happy with mm -hmm. and that you can be happy with and and even though there will be those that feeling of well i need to get to the next level i need to get to, to the next level I need to get to the next level at least that next level feels like you're building on top of something as opposed to my next level feels like i have to build a whole new house over here and build that up and then possibly move into it 
You see what I'm saying? That's how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I feel like where I am now, mm -hmm. as far as career and, and the things that I'm doing, I don't feel like I'm serving. I feel like I'm serving a purpose that I'm supposed to be in right now. Right. But there's there's another place that I need to be. I get it. I just don't know where that address is. You see I what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but I'm hoping that when I do go over there, and even though I do have this insatiable appetite of, you know, being a better human being, mm -hmm. right? At least I feel like wherever that new address will be, I will have enough land, metaphorically speaking, to just keep on building on top of that home as opposed to having a need to do find the same a thing whole again. New, right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because everything that I want to do and build on will be there yeah. within that that field, within that scope kind mm -hmm. of thing. So Still looking, so <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you have anything else that you wanted to off for that, that rule? No, 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 no. Just, just, just for that. Just for the, just for the thought of purpose. Before I move on to another bullet point, maybe a little bit, and I don't know if it's specifically this happened to me today. Like I, I woke up, well, from really not sleeping all night long because yeah. the baby was up every two yeah. hours. But one of the two hour stretches, I woke up, mm -hmm. she was still sleeping and I came upstairs and I actually had like time to myself mm -hmm. and I sat down. I haven't done this in a long time. And I did some stretches and then I just did like a meditation. Mm -hmm. It was like 10 minutes. I just sat with myself and like I recommend people to do that as often as you can. Something happens when you just sit with yourself mm -hmm. in silence, even if you have five, 10 minutes, like things can come to you in that space of silence that wouldn't be able to come to you any other way. And sometimes even maybe your questions about purpose could come to you in, in moments like that. So that's just, you know, putting that out there. Like sometimes you need to be still and silent to get certain answers mm -hmm. or revelations. So I'm glad you said that because I legit had on the next bullet point was spend time alone. Really? Uh -huh. And that, so that was that was one of the things that he talked about was yeah. just spending yeah. that time alone. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be a whole lot of time. And I like how he said alone time isn't loneliness. There's a difference between loneliness mm -hmm. and solitude. Yeah. Yeah. He did say yeah. that. He did say that. Yeah. Right. Right. Because that was one of his big keywords. I didn't have it written down here, but that was one of his big keywords throughout this rule number mm -hmm. one. And then throughout the book was practice solitude, solitude. not being yeah. alone. And just understanding the difference between mm -hmm. the two, which if you pick up the book, you can find out, <laughs> <laughs> which we don't get paid or anything like that. Sponsored by this book. I'm, I just really think that it's important for people to actually yeah. read the book and, and yeah, as opposed to just taking what we, we say as cliff notes. Because different now, things are going to resonate. Right. Yeah. Right. To everyone. So, um, yes, spend time alone. And he was saying it while you're doing that. Make sure you're not doing anything that's that's distracting you as far as mm -hmm. you're not spending your time alone with a YouTube video or right. anything like that. You're you're actually spending time yeah. alone unless the videos and the information that you're bringing in has to do with your purpose. Right. Then he's saying that that doesn't count as a distraction. Right. Right. So, yes, your phone might tell you you spent eight hours on YouTube today, mm -hmm. but if it's eight hours of finding out how to do get better at audio and, and yeah but i think he did also kind of like say just like actual time no 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 without no. anything yes, yes, yes. i, I, I kind of went off intake. because i'm just yeah a, a ADD <laughs> kid but <laughs> but yes yes 
Yeah. Yes. Take the time. I, I don't want to say he said like five or 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a long time. Yeah. And you spend it with no nothing. And you yeah. just listen to your breathing and, and yeah, whatever it may be. Yeah, just with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, another thing he said that's kind of along the lines of knowing yourself is also knowing your values. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what, what are the things that you value in life? Right. And yeah. it's not just materialistic things, just just like yeah, I think it's values, quite like the morals, contrary. ethics, yeah. values, yeah, right. like that type mm-hmm. of a value thing. And when you're in a committed relationship, after you know and you understand your values, it's important that when you're with someone that you express your values and you take time to know your partner's values. Mm-hmm. Right. So. It's it should go without saying that if you're going to be doing if you are in a relationship and you're going to be doing the work on yourself, it's important that you make sure that your partner is doing the same amount of work. And and I say that because it would really help the two of you at least be on the same page with things and understanding things. Like if you just came to your partner, and you're like, hey, what are your values? And they're like, well, where the fuck is this coming from? <laughs> yeah. Then at least you can tell them, hey. I'm working on myself, yada, yada, yada. I mm-hmm. read this book. You know, this is one of the things that they touched on. You know, maybe maybe you could sit down and, and write down your values. It would be really important to me. And yeah. that way I can know about your values and we can have these these type of discussions and I can better understand And see you. if they align. And then if they right. don't, then you need to talk about that. Right. Right. And, and even when they don't align, it's important that you respect their decisions Mm-hmm. And you listen and you understand. And if there is going to be conversation in regards to my values versus your values, don't let it be a debate. Like, yeah, like you're not trying to change the person. Right. Or you shouldn't be. No. Right. Which I think a lot of people do try to do that. Right. Because you feel like, well, mine make more sense. Or right. I don't the way you're doing that is wrong. <laughs> right. Or how you see that. Like I, we could see that better. 100 percent. And and the idea of it would be have a discussion to gain a better understanding of the person that you're rocking with. Yeah. And then that will also help you find out if this is someone that is important to me and, and something that I, someone that I really want to keep in my life, yada, yada, yada. Or it might help you come to a better understanding of why do we keep on having issues here? Yeah. Because... Things are off between the two of us because I now have a better understanding of what my values are. I have a better understanding of mm-hmm. what their values are. And then now we can actually figure out a way to make things work a little bit more efficiently. Right. Yes. So um, another thing, uh, another thing would be set goals. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he said was very important. And I guess this kind of goes also along with the idea of understanding your purpose is to set goals and not only setting your goals but if you are in a relationship with someone else share your goals with your partner that way everyone is kind of on the same page Mm -hmm. as far as what's going on and then make sure that you are actively participating in your goals Mm -hmm. did did i say that right yeah actively participating in your goals like working towards your working towards your goals Mm -hmm. yes actively working towards your goals because this not only this not only helps you because you're you're working towards your goals and you're staying committed to your purpose and, and, and getting things done and yada, yada, yada. But it also shows your partner that you take them very serious right. 
and it will help them take you serious as far as your goals. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times someone that you're with might hear your goals, but if they don't see you doing anything yeah. with it, then to them it's just sounds that you made with your mouth and now you're just you're just saying things. Not to say that you're you're just talking shit and you you know you never <laughs> follow through with things, but if they don't see it, then right. their perception is is that you you have these goals, but you're obviously not worried about them or you're not too concerned about them now. Right. Versus So how serious are you about it? Versus really? seeing them in in now. Where was it? What rule? I can't remember where exactly. I don't think it was here where he was saying even like when you're in, when you're coupled, you should help your partner with their goals. Was it? Where was I reading? I can't remember. It was recently. So it wasn't rule one. I'm going to stop talking about it. Cause yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have the rule, all the rules yeah. written down here. It, it might even be in rule number one. I don't remember. I don't think it was in rule number two. Anyway. I, yeah. I I don't have all all like the the breakdown here. I, I have it mm -hmm. on the phone and the phone's recording. But um, but but yes, it is in there where you do you should help your partner. Mm -hmm. And and I do remember with that, and we'll we'll kind of stop it here. But uh, it was saying that you shouldn't take your partner away from their goals, right? And you shouldn't make them choose between you, you and, and right, the goals. yeah, 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 right. yeah. That's I think I think about. that was a little bit later mm -hmm. on. Yeah, like, it was as, later. As it was I'm saying later. it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that wasn't here. So, um, but yes, yes. Know your goals and share them and get your partner engaged in your goals and actively work towards your goals so that you can be taken serious. And um, one other thing that I thought was really good was uh, practice self-control and patience. That was another thing that he was talking about that it's important to find that solitude, not loneliness, but solitude and taking that time to be alone and being able to uh, uh, maintain your self-control. Because not only would that help you better yourself as far as who you are and how you interact with the world, but more importantly, as it pertains to this book and being in relationships, it will help you be a better partner because now you're not going to be so knee jerk reaction to things. Right. Right. You're going to be a little bit more patient, a little bit more willingness to understand, take time to understand that, OK, patience and practice self-control might mean, hey, in this moment, we have something that we don't agree with. Let's table this and let's come back to this when we can better, you know, mm -hmm. express ourselves. And and he did talk about that in a later rule as far as uh, uh, how to better um, control disputes. But uh, in this particular chapter, focusing on being by yourself and better understanding yourself, practicing that self-control and that patience will help you with uh, doing it a with your partner down the road and doing it with your partner. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that that was that was pretty good. And uh, along with that comes with practicing being kind to yourself. Which is super freaking important yeah and i and i think people it's hard it's hard to be kind yeah to like you but you don't even think that you're being unkind to yourself uh -huh. it's such a normal thing to like pick yourself apart and not give yourself credit you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. or be like damn i really did that i'm doing this like it's always like what's next and i could be doing better and everything could always just be better that we don't say like damn like you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Be nice to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and, and we always say, you know, we are our worst critic. We yeah. are our worst critic. We are, we are our worst critic. But I, I think a lot of times people say that and they don't actually understand what that means. Yeah. And a lot of that comes with we are patient with ourselves. We, no. We, we verbally we beat ourselves down. Grace. Right. We, yeah. we walk in scenarios with a lot of doubt because we, yeah. we don't think that we're capable of doing something. Mm -hmm. Or if we are going to do it, we're going to fuck it up somehow. Right. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day it was a, a joe rogan episode and he was talking to uh, dr uh, peter peter atia i think i'm saying that right peter atia peter atiel peter atia is that the book you got that was a book that that was i think it's atia anyway uh yeah there was a tia there wasn't anything after the a yeah i, I just black shit up all the time which is, <laughs> so i just i add things to it. so yeah, i, I second guess everything i say because i feel yeah, like, like there's it's something's missing yeah at the yeah, end. yeah 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 <laughs> but he was talking about how he used to beat himself down peter used to beat himself down as far as uh, uh criticizing himself whenever he screwed up so he read a book that was saying that instead of coming down on yourself whenever you fuck up he said i he said you should pretend that you're talking to your best friend when they make a mistake mm -hmm. right so he he used this analogy where he was uh uh practicing shooting his bow and arrow mm -hmm. right because that's one of the things that that he likes to do and uh joe does as well but um he was saying on the days that he's just not hitting it right you know instead of saying you stupid you fucking suck and you know yeah. gosh like really come on bro like you could do better than that instead of doing that then say to yourself hey maybe today's just a bad day it, it is windy today so like you maybe that's throwing you off a little bit right if you're talking to your friend Maybe you have a lot on your mind, you know, maybe you're just tired, you know, you're, you, you didn't eat properly or sleep properly right. last night. It's okay, man. Look, we all have our bad days. We could try again tomorrow yeah. and tomorrow will just be a better day. Let's go get some beer, you know, kind of, kind of thing. Yeah. Like doing things like that to yourself as opposed to ripping yourself apart. That reminds me too when people say talk to yourself as, look at yourself as if you were the, ch the, the child version of yourself like would you talk to you as a kid that way mm -hmm. you know what i mean right like and that's another way to look at it instead of ripping yourself apart right yeah yep, yep, yep. yeah so there was uh one thing that you oh yes. pointed out yes 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 so <laughs> after that he talks about a whole self and this is i'm gonna read what it says because it's good okay we've been trained to look for our better half or someone to complete us does that make us the worst half? Does it mean we're incomplete without a partner? So he's big on like this whole idea of like, you don't go into a partnership looking for someone to complete you. Mm -hmm. Like you each need to be whole first by yourselves and then you come together. 100%. Saying also he said like, you should go into a relationship and journey together like journey life together and not make somebody your life's journey, which a lot of people do. Right. And that's a problem. Right. And the the whole thing in finding your better half, I, I, I know that a lot of times people are saying that and they're probably just saying it as like an analogy or like this tongue in cheek thing. But some, you know, it's genuinely thing. real for but, a lot of people. But for some people, people, it is a real thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if it was in this chapter or another chapter. I, I've, I hate that we, you know, we're bouncing around, but it's like, 
when you sit there and you read something, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to like remember sometimes. Yeah. where it was and it all kind of comes together because this book does a good job at making things all come together, mm -hmm. right? Which is kind of what it's about. <laughs> yeah. But um, he was talking about, it's important that you do not expect the world from your partner, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So when you are seeking a partner, it's important that you don't try to find that one person with all the qualities that make that you check happy. Off all your check boxes. off all your boxes. Yeah. He was like, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that puts a lot of pressure on that person and it puts a, a, a unrealistic expectation in your brain that there is that one perfect person out there. So then you might find yourself in situations where you are bouncing around from person to person. Looking for that. Right. Yeah. And so he was saying it's important that you have friends and family and people mm -hmm. that are closer to you that do check off a different boxes for you. So if you do have a partner that's enjoys this but doesn't enjoy this and that's fine mm -hmm. because you have a friend or a family member that, that does that yep. can fulfill you in that and that now you have that person that you can share those bonding experiences with mm -hmm. and you have another person that's into this and yada 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 so right. surrounding yourself with people that can fulfill you in different ways is is a very important tool and a very good way to really help you feel that your all your needs are being met and it also takes the burden off of Partner. That partner that you have in, in expecting them to check off all the boxes, you know, right? Because they never will. I remember uh, a conversation I had with Sue. This is probably like episode one or episode two, but back when we were still dating mm -hmm. and 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 trying to find a partner, and one of the things that I felt like was happening being on dating apps was it almost felt like you were buying a car as opposed to buying or, you know, finding a person, finding a partner. Because the more time you spend on these apps, I felt the more time you spend on these apps, the more the more you actually uh, stop seeing people as humans and start seeing people as things. Right. Because you're trying to find this one perfect person. So even if you find someone that's into this, into that, into this, but they're not into that, then your brain immediately goes wipe to, out all the well, other, well the fuck it, stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put myself <laughs> yeah. back out on the market because <laughs> I know I'm going to find someone that has, that checks off all five boxes mm -hmm. because this person might check off on three, but they don't check off on two. But then now you find yourself in a, in a position where, okay, so I found someone else that checked off the other two plus one, but now they're missing two things. Right. Almost like when you're, when you're buying a car, right? You buy a car and you say, okay, I want a red convertible. Okay, so you find a red convertible, but this one doesn't have leather seats. It has cloth seats. <laughs> yeah. So now it's like, okay, fine. Okay, so now I got to go back out there. <laughs> so now I find a red convertible with, you know, uh, leather seats, but now it doesn't have the navigation that I like. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, damn. So with car buying, eventually you can say to yourself, okay, well, I'm no longer going to try to find a used car. I'm just going to build a car, mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to get this one particular car yeah. with everything that I want and that works for cars. However, it doesn't work for people. Right. But if you spend enough time on dating apps, you kind of start treating people like used cars. I get it. Where you're trying to find all the features and all the qualities in the one thing. And so you keep on throwing yourself back out on that That also list. makes me think of like what you're saying. Sometimes we have to ask ourselves, why is that important to us, mm -hmm. really? Right. And I think that that ties into going back and looking at your values mm -hmm. and understanding, like, why is it important that you have leather seats? Is it really that important? Mm -hmm. Or did you just 
grow up and your parents had cars with leather seats. So you Correct. think that's what you should have. Correct. Like, that's a big one too. Sometimes we think things are really important and we don't even understand where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. And if it's really important to you or if that's just what you saw, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or that's just what you see out in the world or that's what your friends are doing or mm -hmm. that, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes, and that's why I think it's really good that he says you need to get clear on your values because what is really important to you and not only just what, but why? Because even when you ask yourself why, you might yeah, figure out yeah. that's really not important to me at right. the end of the day. Right. And that could be like, oh, light bulb. Or even like back to the, the whole uh, car analogy. Like, okay, the, the navigation, right? Why do you need navigation in your car? Yeah. Are you really going to use the navigation? Yeah. Do you like the idea we of a screen? Because you have a cell now. phone. Yeah. So now the cell phone could be... Correct. This other tool so that now, now you can use with this. That you have, so now you can enjoy one. the red convertible <laughs> with the leather seats without the navigation. Yeah. Because okay, fine, it's cool. You don't yeah. have the navigation because now I can I can do this. Right. So yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and, and that was one of the big things that you and I touched on early on in our conversations i, I want to say probably like within our first two conversations because our conversations were i i wish we still had that on the app yeah it i wish we still had all that because like we the good thing is we did most of our talking through our phones mm -hmm. so it is in there but like yeah i think about that too like what the fuck were we talking about on the app it was deep it was we it was deep good it was deep conversations from the very on the app but um i wonder if we if we get back on the app would it be on there you just want to get back on there. <laughs> get back on there. No, I really would like to see if it'd be on there. It probably yeah. gets rid of it no, after I, a certain I think, yeah, time, I right? Rid of it. Yeah, because that's just that's just holding that's crazy. up information. I don't think so. And, and you know why I say that is because I deleted that app and I got back on it and I feel like I had to start all over. All over. Yeah, I don't think my yeah. account, right. When did you delete it and get back on? I deleted the <laughs> app before I met you and I got back on and that's when I met you. Don't, don't, don't start shooting me. Anyway. Um, but yes, one of the things that we were talking about early, early on, which, which kind of had to do with this, but we obviously didn't use these words was, um, or the, the words that, that, that Jay used, but what we were talking about was we didn't want someone that needed us. We want, we wanted someone that wanted us. Like yeah. we thought that that was very important. And this is something that, that we were talking about in the state of mind that we were in when we were dating way before picking up any of these books. And so I think that's what really helped our relationship out early on is that we kind of set the tone like, look, I, I'm solid. I don't need right. anybody. I'm fine. You know, I, I got my own shit. I'm taking care of my own shit. I'm, I'm fine sexually. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all of my boxes are pretty much checked already. I just want to do this with someone else that's mm -hmm. fun to be around and a good time and, and all the other things and and can we could just better one another, not because there's something that's missing, mm -hmm. but because we just better one another because we challenge one another. Right. You see what I'm saying? And you want to. And we want to. And that's kind of how we approached our relationship even early on, mm -hmm. which uh, uh, ended bad for a couple months because we just quit talking to one another for <laughs> oh. for a while but um uh, <clears throat> but yeah but yeah that was uh when, when i was reading this i was like oh, okay well we we were kind of on the right page without even knowing that we were 
actually on the right yeah. page. But I think one thing that really helped us is that, like you mentioned before, is that we have lived so many lives kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. being older, I, I know that for someone that's out there in their early 20s, mid 20s, or even late 20s, you know, having that level of understanding of yourself is a really, really hard thing. I think it's possible for a select few people because uh -huh. there are some people who are just ready for that. Mm -hmm. But I think as a whole, that's yeah, really hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And even even for me, like speaking personally, early twenties, I was a knucklehead. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. I joined the military. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how that's how lost and confused I was. I joined the military. I wasn't a military guy. Like I wasn't the type of guy. I was like, oh, I can't wait to join to serve my country and blah blah blah. I just wanted to get out of Ohio, you know, Cleveland more specifically. And you I just, had a, right. a way to do it. Yes, that was the easy way to do it, right? It was it was a way to do it without failing because I can't fail. At least for four years, I'm, I'm safe. I'm taken mm -hmm. care of. As long as I listen and do what I'm told, I'm good to go. And I'm going to yeah. get a paycheck every 1st and 15th. And I'm going to be uh, have food provided for me and shelter. So I'm, I'm fine. At least for these four years, I'm good to go. So from 21 to 25... I didn't know what the fuck I was. Mm -hmm. And then I got out the military. I didn't know what. Now I was like, I had to do this. I'm, yeah, started I'm becoming over. an adult all yeah. over again. So it just yeah. felt like just hitting the reset button. And now you really got to figure it out. I, I probably didn't have it figured out until probably like early 30s. I think that's normal. And even then, even then, that's me looking at myself. Like that's me seeing who i am today and looking like back the hindsight because more than likely what's going to happen is, is that i'm going to be in my mid-40s and, and look i'm going to be like now damn 36 show <laughs> yeah. thought he had it figured out on episode 85 he was talking about how he <laughs> yeah, had it, yeah. you know he possibly had it figured out and he was you know clowning his early 20s but shit mid-30s that guy didn't know what the hell he was doing but i think that's normal 100 yeah and, and that's the thing the hindsight right hindsight looks really scary when you look back and you go oh nothing's changed <laughs> right yeah like that's where yeah. you should go what, what yeah you, you need to sit change? down and be like wait a minute i need to reevaluate a lot of things yeah yeah it's pretty bad it's pretty bad um is there anything else that you wanted to, to touch on before we get out of here um with chapter one or not chapter one, rule number one, because number I, one. I I want to say it's not broken down that way. I think in one no, of the it's, chapters, it's, yeah. it's like two rules or one chapter. Yeah, so yeah. rule number one. Mm, no, not really. I, You know what? Like, I guess a little part of me wonders, like, this is great. Like, he's married, mm -hmm. but he, he used to be a monk and he talks mm -hmm. about that. Yep. And he had a book prior to this, which Rhonda actually recommended to me before, but I never read it. Okay. That's supposedly really good. It's called Think Like a Monk, I believe. Okay. And all of this sounds so much easier when you are just a single person initially where you can do these steps and figure yourself mm -hmm. out. Then ideally you find a partner after you've figured out your values and did all of these things you should yeah. have done when you were alone. Then my mind goes to like, I had a kid young mm -hmm. <laughs> before I even knew who I was, I was raising another human. Mm -hmm. So there's like a part of me, I really need to sit down and like take inventory of like, 
I have to do things a little bit differently or I would have had to have done things a little bit differently even with this information when it's just like your if your priorities are different so I think there's that too like this is great but sometimes you're gonna have to navigate it depending how your life looks right you know what I'm saying like that's just what crossed my mind like it's not always that simple no I I think that there is some, well, there's, in my opinion, I think the best way to go about this would be to do your journey yourself and then get in and then get into a relationship. If you can. If you can do it. If you <laughs> yeah. can do it. But there is some beauty in you going on a journey yourself and your partner going on a journey yourself and journey of self and you all are doing it together. together. Yeah. And there is that, that growth there. Yeah. I you see agree. what I'm saying? Because it would be very limiting to you, which would be, it would be in your favor because now you're, you're better equipped. And, uh, whenever you do find love, it would be, um, from a place of not really impulsive, but from a place of sound decision-making and, and it's probably of, of a better quality, but you're, you're also going to be doing yourself a disservice if you, and by disservice, I just mean because your, your dating pool is probably going to be limited. But if you did all this work by yourself, right, and then now you're going out in the dating market, you're going to be, you're going to find out that you're going to be, be disappointed. Yeah, you're <laughs> yeah. going to be disappointed in a lot of people. It took me a long time to get there. But you're going to be disappointed in a lot of fucking people yeah. because you're going to be looking at people from the lenses of almost like you're looking down on them emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Emotionally. Because you're going to be like, oh, you haven't done the work on yourself yet. <laughs> right. And now you're, you're going to spot that. Aware. So yeah. that's going to help you yeah. because now you're not going to really get into relationships that are um, uh, that, that that could end badly. Mm -hmm. Because you're now seeing that this, this other person didn't work. But it could also hurt you because you you might not be patient enough to deal with someone that might need to do the work on themselves. And that could be a great partner for you. True. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So just because you did the work and someone else didn't, that doesn't mean that this person is now not going to be of any value to you because they might be willing to do the work for themselves. And now you did this with this person and, and, and now yeah. you all have this this thing. But um, just as a human being, I, I could just see a world where if you're reading this book and then now you're emotionally on a higher pedestal than someone else or you're just above most people, you could find yourself having a harder time in in the dating pool with it being as hard as it is already right so um there is i think value in in you doing it with a partner because now you at least have some sort of foundation with someone if you like them and they like you right right and and there's not too many on uh there's not too many red flags out there right. or, or too many things that can't deal be turned breakers, around. Right? Yeah. Deal breakers. You all could do the work together and, and, and build a very, very special bond because yeah. you all went on this journey of self together. Oh, uh, there's that. So I'm going to end this episode with a quote from the book. And this is actually from this rule, rule number one. The quote was... The best thing for a human's nervous system is another human. However, the worst thing for a human's nervous system is another human. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, that's true. And there's all sorts of truth <laughs> yeah. in that. And uh, when when I read that, I was like, yep. <laughs> yep. But that's that's life. That's life. So with that said, let's get the hell out of here because yeah. this is uh, it's, it's, it's bedtime. <laughs> it's bedtime. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. The podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and I did this with the lovely Christina. Bye. Uh, peace. Bye bye bye.